hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Wait, what? You're moving where? Why? Yes, folks, we're moving to Toledo, Ohio. And that is the most common response that we get. (laughs) You're listening to Queer Money episode 322. And today we're sharing why we're downsizing, house hacking, and moving across the country to a city that typically isn't the most attractive place for most LGBT people. Until Until now. now. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited to tell you all the reasons why. So let's go on with the show. You're listening to the Queer Money Podcast, personal finance with a rainbow twist. Queer Money is dedicated to financial independence, financial well-being, investing knowledge, and the intersection of all things money as an LGBTQ person. Queer Money is made possible by Capital One. Capital One believes that financial well-being includes your mental, physical, and financial health. Check out CapitalOne.com today. We're surrounded by boxes, beds are on the floor, nothing's in its place, laundry's piled up, movers arrive in four days, we are anxious as all F, and the dogs are loving every (laughs) second of it. (laughs) They couldn't be happier. (laughs) This is what happens when you wait to the last minute to record a podcast (laughs) and you have all this stuff to do, right? In the middle of the move. (laughs) So over the last four years, we've lived in Denver, Central PA, Philadelphia, Sicha, Spain, and Las Vegas. Some and fabulous. why are we? Yeah, some of those <laughs> fabulous are pretty fabulous and not so fabulous places. So why are we moving to Toledo, Ohio? <laughs> All right. So what we wanted to share with you is the reasons why we have decided to once again downsize our lives so that we can potentially live bigger later. And this downsizing for us falls into basically five categories or primary reasons why we're downsizing, and you may look at them and say that some of them are actually upsizing depending on what we're doing. All right. Upsizing. Upscaling. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So the first reason we are doing this is because we wanted to lower our cost of living. We wanted to, we wanted to move to a cheaper city. You all know that we've been living in Las Vegas for quite some time now, almost two years to the day that we've been in this city. Will we be moving out? And the reality is, is over those two years, Las Vegas, like many other cities, has become very expensive. Be clear, it was already expensive before we got here. Right. The last few years has made it even worse. Yeah. And I think that the influx of people, the demand on services when there aren't the number of service workers that there once were, has taken some parts of Las Vegas from being a a somewhat cheaper city to now being kind of on par and maybe even one of the least affordable places in the country. And so we're actually looking for ways that we can make the rest of our lives cheaper, especially our cost of living by the most expensive portion of our cost of living, or typically the most expensive, and that's housing. And so John and I are going to go from basically housing being almost 50% of how much money we bring in every month to probably being less than 15%. So We are really taking a big step this year. We are going to start house hacking, which means that we are, but we have purchased an investment property. We talked about this several episodes ago. Episode 312. Right. And so that house hacking is going to allow us to drastically reduce our housing costs. 
But then when it really comes to pretty much everything else in our lives are also going to get cheaper. Here's a perfect example. The other day, John and I went to the burger place that's not too far from where we live. We walked to the corner, right? We walked (laughs) to the corner and this is nothing fancy. The two of us split a burger that comes with fries. We have a side of coleslaw. We each had one and a half beers and that cost us about 45 to 50 bucks. And the difference between that is going to Toledo. We can go into the gay bar in Toledo and have two mixed drinks and a beer for $17. And that was before tip. So that's probably going to be cost us about 20 bucks, 20, $22 for that. And then I was there with our business coach, or actually our real estate investing coach and his husband. And the three of us went out to dinner, three mains, three main dishes, an appetizer and a glass of wine. And that was $40 after tax and tip. So just the main things of enjoying life, like going out and having a drink or going out to dinner are going to drop drastically for us. Yeah. And we've had a good time here. We're not complaining necessarily, but we weren't, we never really intended on living here for more than a year. Our plans to come out here were supposed to be temporary and they were all made pre-COVID. And then COVID really kind of changed everything. And suddenly next thing you know, you're you're in a place for two years. <laughs> um, so we're not complaining about it, but it's, it is time for us to sort of move on because this was never going to be a permanent spot for us anyway. And it doesn't necessarily align with our financial goals as we're extrapolating now. The point, the reason that number two, why we're moving to Toledo is David already touched on this. And that is we're finally getting into real estate investing. Many of you know that for years, we have been talking about the three prongs to financial independence. After we talked with Todd Trusteter on episode 50 of the Queer Money podcast, he told us about, we asked him a question specifically because it's a question we get a lot. But if you are somebody who's in your 40s or 50s and or even close to retirement, and you want to retire as quickly as possible, what would you suggest that people do? And he said three things. Focus on investing in the stock market, starting your own small business in any way, shape, form, or size, and get into real estate investing. And we have been, obviously, many of you know that we've been investing in the stock market, and that's how we were able to cross the millionaire mark several years ago. We have our own small business. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. (laughs) And then Now we're finally at a point where we feel comfortable and we're ready to get into real estate investing. We're financially ready. And we also feel that our debt-free guys and queer money business is at a point where we can actually move our attention just a little bit and get into real estate investing. So we're finally executing on that strategy that we've been advising all of you for years to get into, and we're doing it ourselves. So we're doing what we're preaching. Capital One strives to inspire a better financial path for everyone, including the LGBTQ community, through access to credit, tools to manage debt, and product features. Digital products such as CreditWise and Eno are designed to take the stress out of money by helping you manage credit, a key source of potential stress, and stay on top of spending without worrying all the time. Sign up for CreditWise for free today. Number three is to increase our personal cash flow. And John mentioned this as us doing real estate investing. That is actually one of the ways that we're going to increase our cash flow. As I mentioned in number one, we're downsizing our life when it comes to our housing costs. Well, we're also then going to be making some money off of the housing that we have, right? So we live on one, we live upstairs and and we'll have a tenant downstairs and that will help cover the mortgage and reduce our living expenses. But it also then allows us to continue to build up a real estate investment portfolio. Our plan is that we purchased an investment property 
a duplex in 2022. And we will continue to do that hopefully over the next couple of years, house hacking every single one of those so that we are keeping our housing costs low, as well as increasing our cash flow or money coming in through our real estate investing. And really kind of real estate investing, we had a choice here. Did we want to choose real estate investing that got us appreciation? And that is you buy a property and hope for the value of it to go up and then you sell it at a higher cost, or you buy a property with the idea of cash flow, and that is buy a property and you get cash flow from rent money coming in every single month. And we decided to go with the cash flow side because really our intent there is we don't know what's going to happen with the real estate market, but we know that in general, rents will probably stay pretty close to the same, if not always be going up slightly. And so our idea there is that our income would either stay the same or go up slightly as we see rents go up. And I'll add, I, you know, there's, there's a, David and I love hosting. We love, we love not just real estate, but we love design, architecture, all that stuff. And there's a part of us that wants to create a nice place for people to live, a place that people can enjoy. And hopefully it's an environment where they can thrive. And so there's a little bit of of that to it. Right. We're definitely not jumping into the Jared Kushner, slumlord, Slumlord. millionaire, whatever you want to call it, pot, because that's a bunch of shit. (laughs) Exactly. We we don't want to be those kinds, that, that kind of landlords. But to that point, David and I have been getting a little bit concerned about the rhetoric and the tone, the dialogue in this country over the last couple of years. And as today is the day that that Roe v. Wade was turned over, and we're a little bit concerned about what the trajectory of the country is going to go in, especially for same-sex married couples. So we are starting to plan and position for what an exit strategy for us might look like in January of 2025 if if things look a little bit scary or precarious. And so having a cash flow strategy would make that kind of an exit that soon a lot more easy than if we were focusing on appreciation because selling a property isn't always as quick as you, you might want it to be. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we'll go north and join Court and Nick up in oh Canada. Oh, Canada. Go north. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Number four, the fourth reason why we are moving to Toledo is to live in a neighborhood that's more conducive to our lifestyle and dum, dum, age. age. <laughs> I, we look really good because we have really good skincare routine thanks to David's stepson slash our video producer. <laughs> um, and so we look really young, but we're actually in our around our fifties. <laughs> one of us one is of us over is, and one of us and one of us is under 50, but we're cl- we're both very close to the 50 mark. And so literally a block from us, as David mentioned earlier, the burger joint is a block away from us, but there's a whole row of restaurants that are right over there. And if they were all like sit down and quiet eat kind of restaurants or cafes, we would love it, but they are oons, oons, oons all night long, all weekend long. And while that, I think if we were like 10, 15 years younger, this would be a great place to live in. Up until the last year or six months ago, this was a great place to live in, but we're kind of over that. And we would like to live in a place that has grass for the dogs to play in, that has a sidewalk and it has trees and it's not so loud all the time. And maybe we can actually see the stars once in a while at night. <laughs> right. I literally would like to go to bed and not have to wear earplugs because, oh, that's uh, because Tuesday, no, actually Wednesday through Sunday, there literally are clubs going until four o'clock in the morning, one block away from us. Well, and we, have the club we can hear them in our building. <laughs> there's a club that's on the ground floor of our building too. And if you walk through the, our building's lobby on a Thursday, Friday or Saturday night and Sunday, 
it is, you can hear the music loud and clear. <laughs> and that's great. Like this is, that's what Vegas is for, right? We're not complaining. We're not trying to change Vegas, which is why we're leaving. But, you know, we're kind of in our fifties and we're beyond that stage of our life. So Vegas is, we're at the stage of our life where Vegas is a nice place to visit, not necessarily a nice place to live. <laughs> right. And then our fifth reason is part of our overall mission in life. You know, we've talked about this before, the three things that Don and I have as our primary values, and that is making sure that we have a comfortable and safe retirement, two, that we can do some traveling and not have a credit card hangover when we do that traveling, and three, give back to the LGBT community. Well, Don and I have made the decision to move to a city that we know has an LGBT community that isn't necessarily thriving that needs support. And we knew that when we wanted to put forth some effort, whether it was our time or our money, we wanted to go somewhere where where we did that, we would be able to have an impact rather than going to another large city where we felt like the impact was maybe not as visible to us. And we want to go somewhere where we know that there is a need and a desire for more people to help. So our goal when in going there is to be a much more active when it comes to the roles that we take in supporting, educating, and rejoicing with the LGBT community in Toledo. Yeah. And to be clear, we're not planning on trying to change the LGBTQ community when we get there. We want to support it as best we can. So we're happy to, to listen to see how we can participate in what's already going on. And of course, do whatever funding we can to help any of the causes that they're working on at this time in the near future. So those are our five reasons for why we're downsizing and moving to a not so gay city (laughs) and then not so distant future. So it will be a gay city when (laughs) you get there. (laughs) (laughs) So stay tuned for your queer money takeaway from this episode. Make sure to check out more ways that Capital One can help you achieve financial well-being at CapitalOne.com. That's CapitalOne.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Career Money Podcast. Here's your takeaway from this episode. Don't be afraid to make big changes to get even bigger results. We often limit our thinking of what we can do or what's possible, that those kinds of opportunities and those options are only for someone else. Remember, we're only limited as our thinking. Tony Robbins once said, we all get what we tolerate. So stop tolerating excuses within yourself, limiting beliefs about the past, or half-assed or fearful states of being. (laughs) Then join us next week when we interview M.V. Lee Badgett about her book, The Economic Case for LGBTQ Equality. We fangirled a little bit over this episode, but remember to subscribe to the newsletter in your podcast player for your opportunity to win a copy of that book. Thank you and have a great week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.